Hi, everyone. This is Gary Temple-Bodley, and you're listening to Joshua Life. Thanks for being here. This episode is really about how you follow your life's path, how you know if you're following your soul's purpose or not, how your emotions are guiding you, and intuition and direct communication, inspiration. It's a process that Joshua's talked about before, but I think in this episode, they make that very clear and easy to understand, really get in touch with how you feel and then making your perspective your number one priority. So I think you'll really enjoy this episode, some fantastic questions. It's one of the best ones I think that we've had in a while. It was very easy to channel this one. Sometimes it's like riding a bucking Bronco, but this one was nice and easy. On 10-10, October 10th at 10 a.m., we're going to do another group meditation all over the world. We're going to use the Light of One meditation that Christy channeled. And if you would like to join us, you can get that meditation by sending me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send it to you for free. Also, if you look at previous episodes, we did one on 9-9. So uh, if you look back, you'll see the light of one meditation there, and it's at the end of that episode. We are having a retreat on October 19th through 23rd. There's still time available. We had a cancellation. So if you'd like to come, I'll send you all the information. Just send me that email again. And Christy and I have a new podcast called An Unimaginable Life. It's a lot of fun. It's super woo-woo. It's uh, her channeling sessions and reading sessions, and we tell unimaginable stories. It's a lot of fun, silly, and uh, you can check that out either on Spotify or Podbean, or just search for it in Google, and you'll find out exactly where it is. If you have any questions for me, please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to respond. Please leave a review, leave a comment, do all that stuff, share it with your friends, and anything else you can think of. That'd be great. All right. Thanks for being here, and let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. You find yourself in this reality. You think this is the only reality. You can't imagine another reality. You have a perception of this reality and yourself within this reality. But there's many different kinds of physical reality, and there's many different kinds of non-physical reality. It's all happening at the same time. And you are where you are. Why are you here instead of a different reality? Because this is the reality you chose to come into at this time to do something a little different, something that could not be done anywhere else. You see, this reality has some unique features. One is you cannot remember who you are. So you have to don an identity. You're going to do it. You're going to pick an identity. You're going to pick one out from thin air. Or you're going to believe that that's who you are. Either way, that's fine. But just know it is not you. You also can't really feel connected to anyone. Why would you? Is that normal? You don't think it's normal. You feel separate. Everyone feels separate. Well, that's just true of this reality, not any other reality. Why would you choose a reality where you can't remember who you are and you feel separate? Well, in this reality, because of these two features, you can do something quite unique. You can birth desires. You can feel deeply. You can have an adventure. You can create from scratch anything you want. And you choose to create all the time. You, all you're doing is creating. You're creating through your feelings. What you're creating is the reality that you're living. That reflection is you. That's all it is. There is no separation between you and the conditions and the people in your life. The entire thing is you. You're projecting it based on what you think, what you believe, what you expect, and you get back exactly those things. Now, this tells you who you truly are. 
or who you think you are or who you're being. All of it is in there. All of it from absolute not knowing to full knowing is somewhere in that reality. But you only see what you want to see. If you decide to see something differently, you could see something differently. If you wanted to do something differently, you could do something differently. If you want to behave differently, you could behave differently. If you wanted to change your beliefs completely, you could do that. You have the free will to do that, not by making choices or wishing or hoping or trying to control things, but by choosing your perspective. Your reality is a reflection of that perspective in every area of your life. In some areas of your life, it's going very well. And that's because you have a more open belief system, a more empowering belief system, uh, expectation of certain things. You have an expectation that others don't have, many others don't have. Many others who are living right now do not have the same beliefs and expectations as you, and so they're living different lives. You could raise your perspective anytime you wanted on yourself, in your reality, in every area. Those areas that are not doing well, simply shift your perspective. Well, it's not so easy because you're in the illusion. You believe what you believe. You expect what you expect. But if you change those expectations, if you opened up those beliefs, you would shift your perspective. You could also shift it downwards. You could pretend you're a victim, pretend that outside conditions mean something, make you feel something, pretend that things are going wrong. It's not your fault. It's the economy or other people beyond your control. You could believe that. It's probably easier to believe that given where you are. We can only imagine. But just as it's easy to believe you're a victim, there's another way to live. You could live as the creator of your reality. Maybe not initially. Maybe you'd have to go on a journey, have some experiences, see some things that you didn't think were there before. This would change your beliefs. You could look at those beliefs. Are those beliefs true or are they false? Are they empowering or are they limiting? Well, if they're limiting, they're not true. They've never been true. If they're empowering, they're more true. But you're never going to find the truth because the truth is what you believe. As you change your beliefs, you change those truths. Some of you want to perceive yourself as victims, and that's fine. You can do that. You could say, if I had a different set of parents, different family, if I had more money, if I had people who loved me, if I had more intelligence or humor or beauty, then I could live the life I want to live. But since I don't, that life is off limits to me. That's a limited perspective. And you can hold that limited perspective. There's nothing wrong with that. You will expand in this lifetime with that perspective. But if you had a higher perspective, if you understood more of who you truly are, well, then it could become unimaginable. In fact, it would become unimaginable. Not that it's unimaginable now, because it is unimaginable now. You can't possibly understand what you are seeing through your perception of reality compared to what everyone else is seeing. They wouldn't believe your life through your eyes because theirs is so different. Everyone's is different. It's unique. It has to be unique. There's no copies in this universe. For that matter, there's no luck. There's no coincidence. There's nothing random. Everything is by design. Not pre-planned, but just based in your intentions, your perspective, in how things work together with everything else. And so you can choose now. Will you choose? If you do, if you choose to raise your perspective, 
you'll have to move beyond that belief system. But think about it this way. All the things that you want, all the desires that you've created, were based in this illusion. This illusion includes the illusion of lack. You have everything. But those desires get you moving forward because in those desires, you will listen to some inspiration. If you really want something, you will do things you didn't think you would do. You would push past a lot of fear. And some of those inspirations you think are going to lead you to what you want, you'll act on those things. They're not really leading you to what you want. They're leading you to who you truly are. But you'll believe that they're leading you to what you want, and so you'll push past fear and do those things. But all the other inspiration that you do not see how that's going to turn out to get you what you want, you'll ignore those. Now, all the inspirations coming from your inner self, from your guides and supporters, it's all coming to show you who you are, to raise your perspective more and more and more. And as you raise your perspective, you see more of what's there. You open your viewpoint, your perspective. The higher perspective simply sees more. You'll see more from the top of the mountain than from a trench. It's just how it is. So the more you see, the more you will believe, the more you'll understand. But there's more to fear from up there. There's no fear of heights from the trenches. When you go on this journey to become, to understand, to explore who you truly are, there will be some things that, quite frankly, scare you. You don't really understand what's to be had from this unimaginable life. And so you might, might want to hold on to that which you fear because you think that'll keep you safe. But we will come to tell you that there is nothing to fear. It's just limitation. You cannot die. No one else can die. You're eternal. Everyone else is eternal. Everything is changing and moving and evolving. You lose nothing. It's impossible. It's just the illusion. You think it's real, and that's great. It gives you context. That's one of the features of this reality. This forgetting, this illusion of separation, which causes all fear, gives context. And this is a feeling reality. You do not feel this way in the non-physical. You do not feel negative emotion. But you also don't feel your positive emotions as intensely because here you have context. There, you already know everything. Imagine living in the non-physical without a care in the world. You literally care about nothing. Now, why do you care about things here? Because you fear the loss. You fear some future that you do not like. You fear negative emotion. It's the only reason you care, but the caring gives you context. And it gives you the ability to push past fear and act on inspiration. When you really, really, really care about something, you'll do whatever it takes. And so you fear not caring, because if you don't care about anything, then you know that you won't push past any fear. You won't take any action on inspiration. Nothing will matter. You can even imagine someone who doesn't care about anything at all. Well, that's exactly the opposite of what's happening here. The caring is holding you to a vibration of lack. If you didn't care about getting what you think you wanted, you'd hold a vibration of neutrality. And it'd be much easier for that thing to manifest in your life if that was part of your life. If it's not part of your life, if you need not have it, it need not come. If there is no need for it, 
you certainly wouldn't want it. And why do you want so many things that you think you lack? Ultimately, it comes down to this idea of imperfection. You want to fix, solve, improve. That's based in fear. It's based in duality. There's nothing that needs to be improved. Everything is already perfect. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing that needs to be controlled. That's all based in fear. You can go with the flow of your life, knowing you will have all the experiences you're going to have, but you can adjust your perspective. When you do, you will see everything as more beautiful, more interesting, more exciting, more satisfying, and that's what you truly want. You'll also see yourself much more clearly. You'll rise out of the densities of fear and into the densities of love. Things will happen faster and quicker and easier. So will manifestation events. But you want to know where you're limiting yourself, and you limit yourself through your identity that is not true. This creates beliefs that are limiting and not true. In a reality that's based in an illusion of separation, which is not true. From that emerges all fear, and therefore none of your fears are true. So think about how this reality actually is. It's perfect as it is. Without the illusion, you'd be in the non-physical, in this earth plane just as we are, just as your spirit guides are, and just as your supporters are. They're right there with you, right there next to you, right there cheering you on, showing you which way to go. They can see you, but because your perspective is limited and you're living the illusion, many of you cannot see them. But you can hear them and you can converse with them and you can be guided by them. And you know that when you feel an emotion... That emotion is telling you something. It's telling you that you're either perceiving your reality accurately in this moment or you're not. That's all. You can get intuition. You can know certain things. But most of you tend to rely on others or your devices to know certain things. You don't give yourself time enough to feel the intuition and believe in yourself. You believe that the information is outside of you when it's not. Nothing is outside of you. It's just a reflection back. So whether you Google something on your phone or whether it comes to you internally, it's all you. Your phone is not outside of you. It's just a device that allows you to connect to certain information that you believe is true. Or that isn't true for a purpose and a reason. You can get empathic abilities coming online that you chose to bring with you in this life, but those will not come online until you've reached a certain perspective. Because if you're not allowed to fear, those things would give you more fear. When you start to release your fear by raising your perspective of yourself in your reality, all of this will become available to you because it will serve you. But to get there, you'll have to push past fear. And what's your greatest fear? Your greatest fear is that you are not the creator of your reality. Your greatest fear is that you are separate from everyone. That's not true. When you open your eyes, you will see it's not true. It'll be self-evident to you. 
So practice seeing the truth of this reality. Practice feeling good. Practice meditation. Practice connection. Practice intuition. Knowing things. Don't get upset. Don't get too involved. Don't get fixated on anything. Don't make it mean anything and do not care. When you stop caring just a little bit, you'll see your life rushing into you. You will see more and more and more because you've chosen to see the truth and you've chosen to act in a leap of faith that you are connected. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. It's my first time. Pretty excited to be here. Thank you. Um, I want to know how I know that I'm following my plan for this life. That's a very, very, very excellent question and a simple one. How do you feel? If you feel good, if you're relaxed, if you're easygoing, if you're going with the flow, if you're allowing things to happen, if you're not being too judgmental, if you're not blaming yourself for mistakes, if you're not worrying about the past or the future, if you're living in the moment, in the present, if you're doing what you're inspired to do, you're going with the flow of your life. So you're either accepting that flow, accepting that reality, accepting that pathway, or you're resisting it thinking it should be something else. When you resist it every single time, your inner self will notify you of that resistance through what? Feeling an emotion. Feeling an emotion, which you would call positive or negative. Correct. If you're in resistance to what is happening in your life, you will feel what you call negative emotion. Now, there is no truly negative emotion. You came here to feel everything. You want to feel fear. You want to feel disappointment. You want to feel the wide ranges of feelings that happen in this reality that do not happen in other realities. You chose to come in to feel something and to expand through experiences where you feel something. So feeling is a huge draw to this reality. It can't be had like this. It's not had like this in the non-physical. You will never feel the way you do in this reality when you return to the non-physical. You don't even remember really how you feel. You remember the depth of it. But you can't even imagine that you chose to say, well, regret is a negative emotion. Because you couldn't regret anything from the non-physical. It's all perfect. You know it's perfect. You know who you are. You would simply say, that was the most exciting adventure I've ever been on. Let's do it again. It's helpful to remember that from your non-physical position of who you truly are, the full power and wisdom that you are at a much, 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 much more complex, all-knowing level, you designed the perfect life for you. You chose the perfect parents for you. You chose the perfect time and place of your birth for you. You chose the perfect name for you. You chose all your guidance supporters perfectly. You chose your attributes, your talents, your body perfectly for you. You had a trajectory that was set up in your life. You knew that you would have some issue with certain aspects of that setup in early life and that you would adopt limiting beliefs. You knew those limiting beliefs would drive you forward, would create desires. You knew eventually, because your intentions are so strong, that you would find information like this, some kind of teaching. You knew that you would start to remember once you started hearing it. Possibly you remember Gary's voice or someone else's voice or face. 
And that would draw you in. You knew all this was going to happen. And then from that point on, you had an idea what might come from that. But with all of this setup, anything is possible. The things you're going to experience, the big things that you chose that would expand your non-physical self, you're going to experience as Tisa. Some of those things you'll go along with, you'll be very excited and happy. Some of those joyous moments you set up for yourself, you knew you were going to experience. And some of them, you weren't really sure if you were in a non-physical position, if the human version of you would go along or resist it. So you can think back on your life every single time you felt negative emotion, you were misperceiving what was actually happening. Your perception of yourself in your reality was inaccurate based in the illusion of separation that caused some fear, and you were feeling that that should not have happened. And in response to that, your inner self gave you an emotion, gave you an emotion of certain intensity, maybe to wake you up, to show you that this isn't accurate. And each time that happened, after a bit of time passed by, because your perspective was raised after that, you could look back and say, well, it's not so bad, and you felt better. But maybe you had a regret, or maybe you were in resentment of something. And so even today, you look back at those things and you say, oh, I wish that didn't happen that way, or why did I have to go through that? And you can only do that from choosing to perceive yourself as a victim. You could look back on that and say, oh, I learned a lot from that one. Oh, that led to this and this and this. That was perfect. It had to happen that way. It couldn't happen any differently. I see that clearly now because you've raised your perspective enough to see that you're the creator of your reality. Well, who's really the creator of your reality? There's the non-physical you who designed this life. So you could say that that non-physical you created this life and put you in it or went in it as you, and that the human version of you is also creating it because of how you experience it, how you choose to experience it, how you choose your perspective. Could you feel better? in your life right now. Would you say that's possible or impossible? Possible. And if it was possible, how do you think you would do it, knowing what you know? Choices. Choosing to feel good regardless of what happens. Choosing a perspective that allows you to feel good no matter what happens. Exactly. So we'll sum up a little bit of what's going on here in physical reality. Let's imagine that there are five densities, five densities possible. The first density is the early beginnings of consciousness. Maybe you find yourself as a rock. From your human perspective, you say that's inanimate, can't have consciousness. But everything is consciousness in a physical reality to a degree. And this rock becomes semi-self-aware, semi-aware of something. And may exist a few billion years as a rock. doesn't really matter because there is no time. And then we'll emerge into a second density. That second density is life. Could be a single cell, could be a lion, could be a tree. That second density is growth and moving around and consciousness at a higher degree. And so you might hang out there in that second density playing around in these different various forms of life 
and growth. And then you'll move towards the third density, which you are in right now. You'll become a human or a sentient being. And in this, this is the density of choice. But it's not the only way that you think it works. You don't choose whether to go to this restaurant or that restaurant or live in this town or that town. You choose your perspective. That's it. From that perspective, you will emit a feeling. That feeling then creates the next moment and the next moment and the next moment and the next moment. And it will launch you into experiences that will shift your perspective. The experience could drop your perspective or raise your perspective. It's up to you. But really, it's a choice of perspective. And this is what humans don't get. They think, I could choose this career or that career. That person is a mate or this person is a mate. This car or that car. None of that is a choice. It's all derived from your perspective. What you don't understand is that you choose your perspective. So you may choose to elevate your perspective and hold your perspective high. And to hold your perspective high, you'd have to see things as good, not bad. In essence, there is no good or bad. Your choice is not to see things as good or bad. It's to see yourself in relationship to those things. So this war over there in that country is not bad. It is necessary and part of the exploration of those people who are choosing it. So from my perspective, I see it as neutral. That lottery winning is not good just because I'll get a bunch of money because I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know how that's going to affect me. I don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen is going to happen based on my perspective. Now, since I didn't earn the money, maybe I have a limited perspective when it comes to that. And I should have, I should use that money to help others. And then you'll go on a ride based on that limited perspective, you see? So everything is based in how you decide to choose or how do you decide to see yourself in your reality in every single area of your reality. Some people you can see have very high perspectives in certain areas, and they seem quite successful in those areas. But if you look at the other areas of their life, they're miserable, they're terrible, nothing's working. Often commit suicide or die early because of this, because there's such a disparity between one area and another area. How can I be so successful, so famous, so talented, and no one really loves me? How can I feel so good in this arena and so bad when I'm by myself? What you want to do is you want to have a high perspective in every single area of your life. Because when you look at some area of your life as good and working, the evidence that you have a higher perspective is that it's working. And if something else is not working, the evidence is that you have a limited perspective because it's not working. And those areas are entangled. Someone might be very successful at work because they don't want to go home. They don't want to face the family. They don't want to listen to it. And so they hide out in this work. Mm -hmm. And they justify it. Oh, I'm working so hard to provide for this family. And then they get home and the family says, how come you're never here? How come you never do what we want you to do? How come you never do this, that, or the other thing? 
So everything's entangled. You can't really live a balanced, happy life if some things are working and some things aren't. And if you are following this information and learning about perspective and understanding this, why would any area of your life not be working perfectly? Because you have belief about yourself based on your identity that will not allow you to act on inspiration. Well, it will allow you to. It's not up to that. It's up to you. You have a limiting belief that causes fear when you get inspired to do something that you don't really want to do. I don't want to do it. You'll say, you'll hear people say all the time, I was not inspired to do that thing that would have been helped me connect with others or move me in a new direction in this area of my life. Of course, you were inspired. You just felt fear and chose not to act. So if you're not going to act when inspired, how are you possibly going to move into a reality where that area of your life is working? How are you possibly going to attract that which is not working? You see, when you want something and you do not have it, it's not because the thing you want will not become a vibrational match to you. It's because you will not become a vibrational match to it. How do you become a vibrational match to something? You have an experience. The experience changes your vibration, changes your perspective. Your perspective is translated into the vibration. And when you reach the level of that thing you want, it'll pop in your life. Now, it's always been there. You just didn't see it. So the perspective allows you to see it, allows you to see everything. But you're too afraid of lifting that perspective because it may mean something about who you think you are. Yes, that's true, because who you think you are is not you. It's just fabricated from a set of experiences in a way that you choose to accept because you're emotionally sensitive. So now we're not saying give up who you think you are. Just expand who you think you are. You're not good at this and bad at that. You can be, have, and do anything. You just have certain beliefs that aren't helping you. And so you're endeavoring to process those limiting beliefs and to see things in a new way. You're doing some work. You're meditating. You're doing a daily spiritual practice. You're taking a course. You're meeting new people. You're getting involved. But you're going to have to look at some point and why don't you want to do the things that will lead to everything you want? Maybe there's some feelings or beliefs of unworthiness. Maybe there was some experiences that made you feel like a victim. And so if you were to give up those experiences or those beliefs of victimhood, then you're letting yourself off the hook. You're letting other people off the hook. You're saying that was okay that you did that horrible thing to me. Were they co-agreements? That's exactly what they are. Yeah. Okay. But as a human, you don't see them as agreements. You see them as that was done to me. And that person was wrong, or I was wrong for doing what I did. And so you hold on to all of this because it's the only way you can keep going. And we're saying, when you move into these higher levels, there is no judgment. You can't bring your judgment with you. It doesn't fit on the overhead compartment of these new levels. You'll have to leave them at the gate, but they're prized possessions to you. And so you want to keep them. You want to keep them alive. You want to keep them stirring. You want that vibration in you. 
But the vibration doesn't help you. It's just the vibration of victimhood. Now, imagine being able to have no fear. That's where you'll come to, or much less fear. Because all the fear exists at the lower densities where the illusion is stronger. Remember that rock used to be for billions of years? That rock didn't have any fear. It had to raise to the densities to get to fear. To get to fear. But once it goes through all those densities, it'll come out the other side in the next level, which was knowing oneness, knowing that you're connected, the fourth density, where you're all headed now. You can't get to the fourth density without some sense that you're all connected, that you're all one, that everything is one. And beyond that, you have wisdom. How did you get the wisdom coming from the rock to the animal or the plant, to the human, to the collective oneness, and through all those experiences from the higher and higher and higher perspectives to the fifth density of wisdom? So you want to get to wisdom at some point, but you want to have all experiences, no rush. And along the way, how do you feel better? You get out of the fear, because the fear is the only thing that makes you feel uncomfortable. You get out of the fear of believing that you are the one. You have to understand that you're the one, because you're all the one. You are the one in your reality. You are the source of your reality. You are the hero of your story. It's not anyone else. It's you. You have to become the one. That's the higher perspective. And in becoming the one, you see that everything else in reality is you too. So it's perfect. So you hold the perspective of perfection. Excellent. Katie. All right. Uh, hey. hey, Joshua. Hi. I'm feeling a tension in my upper left cheekbone while you're speaking today. And I wonder if you could speak on maybe what that means or what it is. If you feel a sensation when something is resonating with you, it's just a sign that it's resonating with you. It's just a way your inner self can alert you to the fact you sometimes feel goosebumps. That's another way. Or tingling or vibrating or however you feel. Could be in a dream. Could be noticing the numbers line up. It's all the same. Getting your attention. Hey, pay attention to this. Oh, this is meaningful. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is what I need to hear or what I want to hear. Oh, this will help me in what I'm doing now. All of this stuff is you're being guided all the time by your inner self. First through emotion. Everyone's guided through emotion. You don't meet a lot of people who don't have a lot of emotion. They may say they don't have emotion, but they have emotion. They're feeling things. You all, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, the only reason you're here is because you have more sensitivity than others around you. That's one of the things that you chose to come in with. You want to pay attention to all of these things. They're all inspiration. They're all leading you. They're all little clues. They're everywhere. Everything is a clue to show you who you truly are. But from a limited perspective, you just cannot see it. It's invisible to you. As you raise your perspective, more of these things will happen. When Gary first started meditating, he felt a tingling in his jaw. A sensation as if someone was touching his jaw underneath his skin. He had to notice it. He could not ignore it. Came every single time and went away as soon as he stopped 
meditating. But then one day he asked, who is this? And we said, Joshua. And we got his attention, just as we intended, just as he remembered. He was at a point after doing a little bit of meditation where he had risen to a perspective high enough where we were ready to come in. It could have happened earlier, it could have happened later, but it happened at the perfect time. Everything happens at the perfect time. It's all perfect. Once it happens, it's perfect. It cannot change. So if you have a definition of perfection as it can't be changed, compared to the definition that you have now, I would not change it. It's the same thing. This present moment exists as perfection because it exists. It's already existed. It's become in existence. It's emerged from whatever the overall vibration was at the time. This moment right now, freeze this moment, you cannot change anything. Therefore, it's perfect. Now, would you change something? Well, from your perspective, which is highly limited, you might say, yeah, I changed the color of the wall. I changed the couch I'm sitting on. I changed this car. Why would you do that? Because you have an illusion going on that says it could be different. It could be better than it is. But there is no better, worse, good, bad, right, wrong. That's part of the illusion. Do you get it? It is what it is. It has to be what it is. Now, we didn't really know what was going to happen to bring us to this moment. There was timelines. There's possibilities. But now that we're here, now we're having this moment, it can't be any different. So we realize that we're living the perfect moment. This is it. This is how the entire universe was set up for this one moment. Every single person on this call right now had to be here to have this moment. It could not be otherwise. We had an idea that it'd be something like this. You all had an idea that generally Gary would come on and channel Joshua and you'd listen to it and maybe you'd ask a question. You had a general idea of it. But until you got here, that was just fabrication. It was just a story you told yourself. Now that you're here... You must understand that everything's perfect. The entire universe, all of it conspired to create this moment where you are present in. Now, every single other person who's not here, it's perfect for them as well. When this is recorded and published and going out over the airways, and someone finds it 10 years from now, it's perfect for them too. Now, they may look back and say, oh, I wish I found this 10 years ago. I wish it was part of that call 10 years ago. But they can't see it all. There's an illusion going on here. They don't know exactly how they got there. They don't know how everything had to line up perfectly to get them to hear this 10 years from now. So if you're listening 10 years from now, hi, Bob. This is how everything works. You're ready to feel the tingling you're ready to feel morning sickness. You're ready to feel the pain in your knee. You're ready to feel whatever you feel. You're ready to experience whatever you experience. You're ready to come up to that red light and you're ready to say, thank you, red light, for putting me at the perfect place at the perfect time at the perfect speed for where I need to go because the red light is conspiring with you to make sure you arrive when you're going to arrive. And when you arrive, when you arrive, you can say, Thank you, red light, for slowing me down 25 seconds so that I arrived at the perfect time. If this was all random, you would all 
smashed together. This would all be over before it even started. But it's being generated based on the perspectives, translating into vibrations, all swirling together in a way that you can't even imagine to form the perfect reality for you, the perfect experience for you. The only thing that's up to you is how you choose to experience it. You can experience every single thing in joy. You can hold the high perspective. You can hold that perspective. You can let that perspective drop. And in the dropping of that perspective, the shift from the high perspective to the lowest perspective, that's where you feel the emotion. As you bounce back up to the high perspective, you feel another emotion. So the dropping of perspective, which you are choosing to do, you are choosing to drop your perspective when you think something's wrong. It's a choice. That's your choice. In this third density, that's the choice that you have. You can choose to hold a perspective as long as you can, and then you move along and something happens, and you choose to drop your perspective. That's what you would call negative emotion. It gets lowered. Then you can choose to raise your perspective. You can choose to raise your perspective slowly over time, and gradually you'll feel better. You can choose to sit in the lower perspective until you bubble up naturally to the higher perspective by processing it, or something could happen that would bump you up. Most people are living. Something happens, they choose a high perspective because they use the thing that happens they say it's good. That's their excuse for raising their perspective. I got a raise. I got a promotion. I got a date. They choose to use that as an excuse to elevate their perspective. Then something happens. My football team lost. They choose to see themselves from a limited perspective. I am a loser viewing or rooting for a losing team and their perspective drops. I can't believe I spent all this money on this ticket, go to this game and my team loses. They're choosing to let that perspective drop and then they feel negative emotion. They consider this normal. It's normal for humans to feel bad when their team loses, even though the team has nothing to do with them whatsoever doesn't matter. They know it, but they're choosing to let themselves feel bad, choosing to drop their perspective. Now, what if you know this was a choice? If you simply knew this was a choice, then when you choose to drop your perspective, you can say, I chose that, and you can own it. And if you choose to say, well, I do notice that this doesn't feel good. Why would I choose not to feel good because it's natural. Everyone would do that. No. No, there are people, usually these per people's girlfriends, who do not feel bad when the football team loses. And they look at them and say, what do you care? It has nothing to do with you. And so they say, well, I've been rooting for this team my whole life. And I want them to go to the Super Bowl. And it still doesn't mean anything. So you see the context. Because now, if it didn't mean anything, they couldn't feel good when their team won. There'd be no way for them to feel good. So they latch onto this, and they latch onto that, and they latch onto this meaning and context, and they care about things. Because if it goes good by random chance, they know they'll feel good. 
And if it goes bad, well, there's meaning there. I care about my team. You don't care about my team. And you can apply that to anything in your life. It's always an excuse. There's an excuse for you not to believe that the tingling in your face has anything to do with your inner self. In fact, most of you are wired when you see something truly unimaginable to explain it away. You're so wired that when the unimaginable happens, you ignore it, don't see it at all. But sometimes it's pointed out to you. Sometimes you see numbers lining up and you say, that's a coincidence. Well, if you went on a plane and if you flew from Los Angeles to New York, and if you arrived on time, perfectly safe, would you call that a coincidence? No. You expect it. You don't expect the unimaginable. That's why they call it unimaginable. But now if you start to expect the unimaginable, guess what? You'll see it. If you start to say, okay, okay, I, I'm wired not to believe this, but I'm going to open up my beliefs, you'll see it. You'll see it more and more and more. This is what you're here for. You're not here to do what everyone else has done before. You're here to experience something new. How do you do it? Well, because you've been elevating yourself in perspective to higher and higher and higher densities where these things become clearer. They were always there, but the illusion caused you not to see them. So now you start to see them. Well, let's imagine there's a hundred layers of third density and you've made it to layer number 97, very high. The things you will see at number 97, no one has ever saw before because they're not you. And they won't believe you. You can't explain it. But you'll see more and more and more. You can just start to open it up. But to get there, you'll have to expand your identity. Because one who exists at level 97 has less judgment, has the ability to hold their perspective, and has a belief system that allows them to see more oneness. See how everything is connected. See how everything is simply held together by uh, expectation and belief. As soon as you know that nothing is held together, there's nothing's even there, then the universe reacts to that feeling, that feeling that humans have never felt before. I know this wall's not here. I know this is all illusion. I know I'm the source of this. I know that everything's working out for me and everything's for me. I know nothing's happening to me. I know I'm not a victim. That's never been experienced expressed or believed or expected before. And so from that, the universe sees a new feeling. This new feeling that's being emitted from you as vibration and reflects back in response to that feeling with something new. Now, if you're offering the same feeling as most people are day in, day out, you're living the same life over and over and over again because the same feeling. Oh, it's Monday. I have to go to work and I have to see these people, and I have to do what I don't want to do. And then I go pick up dinner and eat the same thing on Mondays and watch the same shows and talk about the same things with the same people. You ever notice when you go on vacation and you're free and allowing and at ease and not worried about things? Unimaginable experiences happen. 
Well, when you start to get to these levels, you'll start to realize that your entire life was unimaginable. You'll start to receive memories. And you'll say, how on earth did that happen? I didn't even see that at the time, but that was unimaginable. And this is unimaginable. And that's unimaginable. Because your entire life never been experienced by anyone before, except for you. You just thought it was a normal life. You just thought it was an average life. But it's never been anything like that. No one has ever lived anything close to the life that you're all living. You may think it's normal. You may wish that you had things other people have. But we promise you, you want the new. The new is created and generated from new feelings at these higher levels of perspective. If you could hold your perspective for a week straight without letting anything dip it, without choosing to let anything dip it or reduce it or lower it, you would elevate yourself very quickly because you'd be aware of ideas and concepts and experiences that are not available at lower levels. But because you're in and out so quickly of these levels by holding your perspective and dropping it, holding your perspective and dropping it, and holding the outside conditions to mean something because you care and you think it's real and so you have worries and you hope you don't lose things. How could you lose anything you've created? You've literally created it in your mind. That's all that's existing. You can't lose it. It's impossible. And so when you let it go and not care, then you open up yourself to freedom for new things to happen. But to be there, you have to be well aware that this reality is not as real as you think it is. To those of you at the higher levels, that's fine. To those of you who are living in fear, Maybe the people you know in your life, they would not want this. They want the solidity, the, the tangibility of things in their life. It gives them a sense of security. It's false security, but it gives them some sense of security. It calms their limiting beliefs. Now that you're all working on your limiting beliefs, you're engaged in one of the courses, you're doing the work, you're together, you're interacting, you're paying attention, you're thinking in a new way. You're going to be moved into higher and higher and higher densities and eventually into the fourth density. You're all ready for that. To be there, you have to drop this duality. Not entirely, but the duality part is keeping your excuses alive. When you embrace that everything is good and everything is right and everything's for you and everything's perfect and you are perfect and there's no room for improvement and self-improvement's a myth and imperfection is a cult, if you hold on to these things, it's going to be a lot easier to hold your perspective. But if you don't, in these higher densities, if you drop that perspective, you're going to get manifestation events, and they're going to happen fast. If you're not prepared for the manifestation events, if you're not prepared to look at the limiting belief that is the catalyst of the manifestation event, you're not going to have a good time. You're going to say, oh, my life has just fallen apart. Where did it go? The only thing that's ever happening in physical reality is you're being shown your limitations. That's the only thing that's happening. You're being shown exactly where your limitations are. You're always shown who you truly are, but you can't see it. And so manifestation events come along to point out the limiting beliefs that are keeping you from seeing who you truly are. Why does this happen? 
because you're a limitless being. As a limitless being, your primary intention is to move towards limitlessness, move towards the fourth and fifth density. How do you do that in an environment where you can't remember who you are and you feel separate? How do you know that you have limiting beliefs that prevent you from acting on inspiration and connecting to your inner self and allowing your empathic abilities to come online? How do you know? You know because something is organized in the universe as an event to show you your limiting beliefs. And instead of saying, oh, that happened to me, you say now, oh, that happened for me so that I can see this limiting belief. Oh, that person was not a jerk. That person was actually the one who lived their whole life to get in front of me and show me this one tiny limiting belief so that I could expand my identity, feel differently, elevate my perspective, and offer a new vibration, a vibration that matches what I truly want, which is to move to higher and higher densities, to discover who I am. And so instead of blaming this person now, as you would have done in lower densities, you thank them. You're grateful for them. You let them off the hook. See, they're only there to show you that limiting belief. If you don't have the limiting belief, they don't need to be like that. But until you see it, they're going to have to be like that. That's the agreement they made. They will continue and continue and continue showing you this. They will go home later on and say, and say to themselves, why did I do that? They have no idea. It's totally out of character. I was such a jerk to that woman or that man. I'm never like that. They have fulfilled an agreement because from their higher perspective, this is what they came to do. And so in that moment, they knew exactly what to do. Could be completely different. Same as all the wonderful things too. Same as the person who comes along and rescue you in your time of need. Person comes along and fixes your flat tire or gives you $5 when you forgot your wallet. That was unlike me. Of course, they felt really good about it. And you gave that to them. So if there's someone in your life who's annoying, see them from the higher perspective and see that there's an agreement there and see that you're eternally linked because you are. And when you turn the non-physical, as you are returning up through the densities quickly to your non-physical home, you'll remember on the way who everyone is. And you'll be, oh, that's who you were. I get it now. You can start to see them that way too. You can know that everyone in your life is your family. You can know that too when you meet a new person and you just gel and bond instantly. Or when the opposite happens and you don't, but somehow you're cast together in whatever situation. No accidents. A lot of surprises. See, in other realities, there aren't many surprises because you're so interconnected. There is no illusion as deep as this. There's also no feeling. And without the feeling, there's no desire. And without the desire, there's no really innovative creations as you have here. But the creations aren't really the things that you make and do. It's more the feelings, the emotions. That's what's created in this reality. And you came for those. And so you've got them all. Wonderful question. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question in the history of the universe? I agree. Uh, I would like to know what's first, the beliefs or the thoughts? 
let's take you back to the original question. The original question that was thought by source. Who am I? The second question came, what is the source of that thought? And then there were new thoughts and new experiences and the entire physical reality was created. And there was a lot of, wow, what's that? Or I wonder what this is. There was a lot of exploration. But from that perspective, there was no belief. It was either knowing or not knowing. So as a human, you come in, you do not know anything. You're born without knowing anything. You learn and explore and investigate and discover along the way. In the non-physical, there is what we know, and then there is what we do not know. We do not know all of what we do not know, but we know all of what we know. There are no beliefs. In physical reality, with the illusion of separation, there is no knowing, no fully knowing. Gary's been playing around with this idea lately. This is an excellent question. He was thinking, what are the things that I know? Do I know my birth date? I was there, but remember, it was written on a piece of paper. But does that mean that was the actual date in the larger context? It's just a definition of a time period. So maybe... He believes that by the definition that was created by someone else other than him of a date, 1963, who created 1963? It's a definition. It's written on a piece of paper. Who wrote on the piece of paper? Who remembers it? Who knows about it? No one knows. No one knows anything. They're all beliefs. So you have beliefs. Beliefs are not true because you don't know. So you could say that there are beliefs that are limiting or empowering. A belief that would cause you to feel fear when you're inspired to act is a limiting belief. It limits you from acting by bringing up fear. If it's a highly limiting belief, you will not act. In fact, you will not even get the inspiration. If it's a mildly limiting belief, you might act, but none of it's true. It's never true. You're limitless, and you can be, have, and do anything. You can push past any fear, literally push past any fear. You believe that you can't do certain things, and so therefore those things do not exist in your reality. They're limiting. They're not true. They're all false, everyone. There's never been one limiting belief that's been true. On the other hand, there's empowering beliefs. They're not true either. They're just more true. They help you act on inspiration. You allow yourself to receive the inspiration and take the action because of empowering beliefs. Well, if you're being guided through inspiration, would it behoove you to lower the intensity of your limiting beliefs and raise the intensity of your empowering beliefs? If you're going to set up a mental construct in a way that would allow you to act on more inspiration, you would simply choose to process and prove to yourself that one of your beliefs that's limiting you is not true. How do you discover a belief that's limiting? Two ways. You can receive inspiration and not act. If you don't act, you definitely have a limiting belief. Or 
if the limiting belief is strong enough, the universe is going to create a situation we call a manifestation event, an actual physical event where you feel negative emotion. The instant you feel negative emotion, you know that you're perceiving your reality inaccurately due to a limiting belief. Now, if you want something, if you have a desire, you have to change your mental construct, your perspective, to become a vibrational match to that thing you want. How do you do that? Your inner self guides you through inspiration that will lead you into experiences where your perspective will be raised and you'll become a match to that thing. You see, everything you want exists at a higher vibration. Nothing you want ever exists at a lower vibration. It all exists at a higher vibration. To get what you want, you'll have to go through some process where your perspective is raised and your vibration then is translated from that perspective into a higher vibration that matches the thing you want. Now, you don't even have to care about what it is that you want because each time you raise your perspective, you become a match to all of that that exists at that higher vibration, the unimaginable. But to get there, you're going to have to be able to act on inspiration. But if you have this limiting belief that brings up fear, you're not going to act. If you want to be in a relationship, you're going to have to push past the fear to say yes to someone or meet someone or go somewhere where someone's meeting or get on a dating app or whatever the inspiration is, you're going to have to act. But if you say, I will not go on a dating app because it's gross or whatever, and the person who's a match to what you want is the only way you'll ever find them, the most effective way to find them, path of least resistance, then your inner self is going to have to set you up in events so that you understand that that belief is simply limiting. So you're going to go after manifestation event after manifestation event until you get the message. And then you say, oh, I have this belief that this, that, or the other thing is not true. And you find evidence that's not true. If you believe the world was flat and some scientists came around and told you the world was round, you'd believe it if there was evidence. So they show you the evidence and then you change your belief because you found evidence. What really happened is that Limiting belief did not have the information. From your perspective, it seems like the Earth is flat. But you do some math equations, and maybe you shoot a rocket up into space, you take a picture, and you get evidence that proves it's round. Once you have the evidence, the evidence fills in the missing information in that limiting belief. And now it's a empowering belief because it's more true. That empowering belief then allows you to hear the inspiration and then to take some action. It gives you confidence. Okay, I can safely go in a cruise ship and know I'm not going to fall off the edge. I didn't really want to go on cruises before because I thought eventually one of them is going to fall off the edge. But now I know that Earth is round, so we're not going to fall off the edge. So I'll go on a cruise. So now you are empowered to do this thing that you want to do because the fear based on the limiting belief is now gone because you found the evidence that gives the information that fills in the hole becomes an empowering belief. That's true of everything. A belief comes after a thought. A thought, you say, hmm, that seems true. I'm going to believe that. Comes again, oh yeah, I believe it. Comes again, oh yeah, I believe it. Guess what's happening? Because you believe it, it comes again. The belief attracts the thought because once you have the thought and you say that's true, 
Now it becomes part of your vibration and attracts more and more and more and more. You see this happening now by algorithms in your social media. You get the same information from the same sources because the algorithm says, I like that information. One person gets a whole bunch of cat videos because they like cats. One person gets a whole bunch of conspiracy videos because they like the conspiracies. What makes you feel better, cats or conspiracies? You can play around in either one. Those people playing around with cats love cats. Those people playing around the conspiracy series, trying to control things, trying to protect themselves. They, they want to know what's going on. They want to say, oh, people are suckers and they're getting taken advantage of by these conspiracies or the world's wrong bad, and I need to know this to protect myself. Same thing is true with beliefs. You attract a belief, gives you a little bit of stability, you think, makes the world seem more stable. I believe this type of person is bad so that anytime I see this type of person, I can turn the other way. I can cross the street. It has nothing to do with the other person. It's always been you the whole time. But you have a belief. And that belief is based in identity. You see, before you had identity, you didn't have any beliefs. You had no real beliefs before the age of two or three when you started forming identity. Now, you had personality, certainly, as you were born some innate personality. And generally speaking, that led you along a path that allowed you to experience everything you experienced, but then you took it on as an identity. You have traits, you have attributes, you have natural abilities and a personality, but it's still not you. It's inherent to a degree, but in the non-physical, you don't go around saying, I'm Audrey. Audrey, you go around saying, I'm an aspect of source. I'm one with all that is. I'm source. I'm you. You are me. You can carve yourself out if you want to and give yourself a name, but you don't care about that. It has no meaning. Everyone sees your vibration, knows exactly who you are. You cannot hide anything. But in this identity, you tend to protect yourself because you have felt negative emotion in the past. And you think that if I put myself out there to meet someone new, if I'm rejected, I will feel negative emotion. And I don't want to feel negative emotion because I feel so intensely. Those with the strongest emotions tend to cut themselves out from the reality if they don't know what's happening. Those of you have made your way to this information because you will not tolerate negative emotion. Some of you are using this information some of you are using this information to prop yourselves up and hold a higher perspective. Fine. But you got to look at the areas of your life that aren't working. Why aren't they working? Because in those areas, you're not holding that perspective equally. And why? Because it's based in thoughts that you thought were true. And they became beliefs. And then they became part of your vibration. And they generated experiences that caused you to really believe they were true. Then you formed an identity based on these experiences. And that identity then cast out a feeling. The universe responds to it with a match to that feeling. And you have the cycle going, 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 going. And then as you get older, those limiting beliefs become entrenched and very hard to root out. And you see older people withdraw, withdraw, and eventually, because they're not keeping up 
a higher vibration for one reason or another, they don't want to be here anymore. They're done. They're not having any fun. They're not growing. They're not expanding. They're shrinking away. They're not having the exhilarating new experiences. Or they're ready to go to the next life. You see? This is why humans don't live 500 years. Because most humans live the same day over and over and over. What good is it after a certain amount of time? This is why humans age. You will not age this way in the, in the fifth density. Your physical appearance need not change unless you want it to change. You believe it should change over time. You believe things should happen to you as you get older. Because that's what you believe. It's not true. All limiting beliefs are false. All of them are false. This food is not bad for you or good for you. It's either a vibrational match or not. No one outside of you knows anything for you because they're not outside of you. You either believe them or don't believe them. Oh, we did a survey, a study of 2,000 people who eat meat. None of them were you. You don't know what they're eating. You don't know what their vibration is. You don't know what level of density they were. If they're in fear and something happens to them, don't you think that could be to do with what they believe about themselves in that area of their life? When you start to see this is just beliefs that people are holding, just perspectives that they're holding in every area, you will see why things are happening in the lives of people around you. They expect it, they believe it, because they thought about it over and over and over again. Thank you. That's it. Excellent it? question. Okay. Thank you. We have been thrilled to play around with you in this environment. None of this is real. Don't believe a thing that we say. <laughs> Find out for yourself. Live your life. Push past fear when you're inspired. Have the experiences. And then it will be self-evident. Then you'll have an idea. Then you'll have another thought. Then you'll have another belief. And you'll expand it all. It'll expand and expand and expand. And as you allow it to expand, because you came here to expand, as you go with the flow of your life, having the experiences you came to have, having the feelings you came to have, you'll get lighter and faster, and it'll be more fun, and it'll be unimaginable. And that's what you came for. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Joshua. Thank you. Right, Thank Joshua. you, Joshua. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was a lot of fun to do. It was very easy. One of the more interesting ones, I think, this idea of the different densities, the five densities. And it gives you a better understanding of consciousness. And as you raise up in densities, things become lighter and easier and faster. And manifestation events come faster and all that stuff. We're doing a mass meditation on October 10th. At 10 a.m. Eastern, you can join us. We're using the Light of One meditation from Christy. And you can find that either by going through and looking at a past episode. It's at the end of one of those episodes in September. Or send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send you that meditation for free. Also, we had a cancellation for the retreat, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. If you like information on that, send me an email as well. The retreats are the most fun thing you could ever do in the world. So I highly suggest that you push past fear and at least send me an email and I'll send you all the information. All right. Remember to like and subscribe, leave a review, leave comments, share it with your friends, all that stuff. And we will see you next time. Bye.